The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We're right ahead of a long weekend for a lot of you. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, November 24th, 2021. Wednesday of the 34th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. Andrew Dunglock and Companions. Andrew Dunglock, a Catholic convert ordained to the priesthood, was one of 117 people martyred in Vietnam between 1820 and 1862. Members of the Companions Group gave their lives for Christ in the 17th, 18th, and 19th centuries and received beatification during four different occasions from 1900 to 1951. All were canonized during the papacy of St. John Paul II. St. Andrew Dunglock and Companions pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that people who suffer from depression or burnout will find support and a light that opens them up to life. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Well, reading today's Gospel, Lord Jesus, we we might be inclined to say to you, what are you at, Lord? What are you saying to us? Um, It just seems seems a bit too much. Uh, Today's Gospel is from Luke chapter 21, um, where you say to us, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons, And you will be brought before kings and governors for my name's sake. This will be a time for you to bear testimony. Settle it therefore in your minds, not to meditate beforehand how to answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be delivered up even by parents and brothers and kinsmen and friends. And some of you they will put to death. You will be hated by all for my name's sake. But not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance you will gain your lives. Jesus, what are you saying to me? What are you saying to us through this passage from uh, the Holy Gospel uh, from today's Mass? Um, Certainly, suffering is part of our life. Difficulties challenges, obstacles. And I guess we're fooling ourselves if we think we're going to escape difficulties. 
And yet, Lord, we realize that it's precisely in and through these difficulties that we meet you. If anyone wants to be a follower of mine, let him take up his cross every day and follow me. And we also know, Lord, and here we make an act of faith, that not a hair of our head will perish if we persevere in your love and faithfulness to you in spite of the difficulties. By your endurance, you will win your lives. It is worth, isn't it? It is worth reflecting on the value of suffering in our lives. And in a certain sense, how normal it is to experience suffering in this very imperfect world and we being very imperfect people. It's really not strange to encounter difficulties. In fact, it would be a very strange life indeed, a non-life, if there were no sufferings. St. John Eudes, a great French saint of the 17th century, he has written about how the life of Christ uh, is made present in each one of us. That the mysteries of our Lord's life, his passion, his death, his resurrection, they, they all come about, as it were, in the life of the church as a whole and in the life of each and every individual Christian. For example, St. John Oud says, He, the Lord, intends to perfect the mysteries of his passion, death and resurrection by causing us to suffer, die and rise again with him and in him. Finally, he wishes to fulfill in us the state of his glorious and immortal life when he will cause us to live a glorious eternal life with him and in him in heaven. So your passion, Lord, your suffering, your cross, and of course also your resurrection, your fullness of life and love, is going to be played out in the life of each one of us. Indeed, sometimes this happens in very in very dramatic ways, as is the case of the saints we celebrate today. Vietnamese martyrs, St. Andrew Dung Lac and his companions. Um, the story of the church in Vietnam is, is ongoing and beautiful and fascinating and also full of the cross. Um, evangelization began in that country in the middle of the 16th century. And from pretty much the very the beginning, from the very beginning right up until the end of the 19th century, there was constant persecution of Christians. And it's estimated that 130,000 Christians were killed in all these different persecutions over that period uh, of uh, three centuries, or sorry, two, two and a half centuries, really. Most of their names are completely unknown. And yet, um, well, from the beginning of the 20th century, groups of these Vietnamese martyrs began to be uh, beatified. And then uh, a great group of them, 117 uh, Vietnamese martyrs, and these are the people... Uh, these brothers and sisters we celebrate today in the liturgy, um, Andrew Dunglac and companions, these 117 people were canonized by St. John Paul II in 1988. Today we pray, let's pray right now for all our brothers and sisters in the church in Vietnam. Uh, There are an estimated 6 million Catholics in Vietnam today, about 10% of the population. Um, We think about these martyrs, they're like icons of Christ. They're like icons of what happens in each one of us, which is to carry the cross of our Lord. True, in their case, it's more dramatic. It's more outstanding, you might say. 
But we can ask these holy martyrs to help us to embrace the cross in the form it takes in my life, in your life, which very often is very hidden, perhaps. It could be a family difficulty, a marital problem, a health issue, a professional problem, a psychological difficulty, um, I don't know, a money problem, uh, or these problems can vary throughout our lives as well. Um, Lord Jesus, help us to take your words to heart, not to scare us about the suffering that life brings, but rather to find peace in your cross. Because sometimes we can tend to think that a happy life is a life that is free from difficulties. You know, that a really good and worthwhile life is one which is basically without any problems, where there are no difficulties, no hassles. But this is not realistic for anybody, believer or unbeliever. Um, St. Josemaria wrote, To be happy, what you need is not an easy life, but a heart which is in love. Right now in my prayer, Lord, I, I want to bring to mind those things that I find difficult, that stretch me, that challenge me. Perhaps some of us doing this prayer together are, are going through a particularly difficult patch at the moment, for whatever reason. Lord, give me the grace to see your loving face in this reality and help me to have a loving heart which will make of this suffering something very beautiful and very fruitful even if I don't see how that can be right now. A.J. Cronin, uh, born in 1896 of Scottish and Irish parents, a wonderful writer, novelist, he also has a very good autobiography. Um, well, he started life as a medical doctor. In fact, he had a very successful practice in the West End of London. Uh, and then around 1930, he went full-time into writing and was uh, hugely successful. Um, but during his university years, particularly, he, I suppose, he put an excessive faith in science, perhaps, and he became agnostic and kind of, I suppose, drifted from his Catholic faith. And it was only years later in his professional life, really, when he came across suffering. Um, his first jobs as a young doctor were in the Welsh mining towns in difficult circumstances where there were a lot of tragedies and at the same time a lot of faith and a lot of heroism and and that kind of experience of suffering brought him back to Christ um, he has a lovely essay called why I believe in God uh, and in it he of course <laughs> he deals with what is for I suppose for many people the greatest obstacle to belief in God uh, for many earnest and well-intentioned people this obstacle is the evil and pain that is so widely prevalent in the life of the world. How can this divine being be credible, they ask, in the face of our tormented world? And it's good that he asks that question, because probably from time to time we all somehow ask that question. Uh, it's like the scandal of sufferings, the stumble block of evil. How can God be good when we experience pain? An interesting A.J. Cronin refers particularly to the book of Job, which is a, a treatise which deals precisely, you might say, with this, with this issue. And it's always worth reading, especially perhaps when we're going through a difficult time. Um, but he makes the point, if we accept God and our own immortality, we understand that our lives are not meant 
to be a joyride, but a time all too short of preparation. A moment, in terms of eternity, of testing and endurance, when we stand poised, so to speak, upon the threshold of the hereafter. We are indeed destined to suffer, and the more we try to insulate ourselves against suffering, the more we shall suffer. This is from A.J. Cronin. Lord Jesus, your gospel today um, is challenging for us, and yet it is gospel, it is good news, that in the pains and sufferings and challenges of our lives, there is true life. We ask the holy martyrs of Vietnam to intercede for us today, and we ask our Blessed Lady that we may obtain the grace, uh, the grace of the wisdom of the cross. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 16 past the hour on Daybreak. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of the Vietnamese Martyrs. I'm Paul Sadek. We pray with the whole church now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. 
Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath. The man who stood so firm. A mere shadow, the man passing by. A mere breath, the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. 
Do not withhold your spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil? Planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit. You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this, God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Our spirits yearn for the Lord. He is is our our help and our our protector. From the second letter of the Apostle Peter. In times past, there were false prophets among God's people. And among you also, there will be false teachers who will smuggle in pernicious heresies. They will go so far as to deny the Master who acquired them for his own, thereby bringing on themselves swift disaster. Their lustful ways will lure many away. Through them, the true way will be made subject to contempt. They will deceive you with fabricated tales in a spirit of greed. Their condemnation has not lain idle all this time, however. Their destruction is not asleep. Did God spare even the angels who sinned? He did not. He held them captive in Tataras, consigned them to the pits of darkness to be guarded until judgment. Nor did he spare the ancient world, even though he preserved Noah as a preacher of holiness with seven others whom he brought down the flood on that godless earth. He blanketed the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah in ashes and condemned them to destruction, thereby showing what would happen in the future to the godless. He did deliver Lot, however, a just man oppressed by the conduct of men unprincipled in their lusts. 
Day after day, that just one, good as he was, felt himself tormented by seeing and hearing about the lawless deeds of those among whom he lived. The Lord, indeed, knows how to rescue devout men from trial and how to continue the punishment of the wicked up to the day of judgment. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, while While underneath they are ravenous wolves. Many false prophets shall rise up. They will work great wonders and deceive many, while while underneath they they are ravenous wolves. From a letter of St. Paul, Li Bao Tin, sent to students of the seminary of Kevin in 1843. I, Paul, in chains for the name of Christ, wish to relate to you the trials besetting me daily, in order that you may be inflamed with love for God, and join me in His praises, for His mercy is forever. The prison here is a true image of everlasting hell, to cruel tortures of every kind, shackles, iron chains, manacles, are added hatred, vengeance, calumnies, obscene speech, quarrels, evil acts, swearing, curses, as well as anguish and grief. But the God who once freed the three children from the fiery furnace is with me always. He has delivered me from these tribulations and made them sweet, for his mercy is forever. In the midst of these torments, which usually terrify others, I am by the grace of God full of joy and gladness, because I am not alone. Christ is with me. Our Master bears the whole weight of the cross, leaving me only the tiniest last bit. He is not a mere onlooker in my struggle, but a contestant and the victor and champion in the whole battle. Therefore upon his head is placed the crown of victory, and his members also share in his glory. How am I to bear with the spectacle, as each day I see emperors, mandarins, and their retinue, blaspheming your holy name, O Lord, who are enthroned above the cherubim and seraphim? Behold, the pagans have trodden your cross underfoot. Where is your glory? As I see all this, I would, in the ardent love I have for you, prefer to be torn limb from limb and to die as a witness to your love. O Lord, show your power, save me, sustain me, that in my infirmity your power may be shown and may be glorified before the nations. Grant that I may not grow weak along the way, and so allow your enemies to hold their heads up in pride. Beloved brothers, as you hear all these things, may you give endless thanks and joy to God, from whom every good proceeds. Bless the Lord with me, for his mercy is forever. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. And from this day, all generations will call me blessed, for his mercy is forever. O praise the Lord, all you nations, acclaim him, all you peoples, for God chose what is weak in the world to confound the strong. God chose what is low and despised 
to confound the noble. Through my mouth he has confused the philosophers who are disciples of the wise of this world, for his mercy is forever. I write these things to you in order that your faith and mine may be united. In the midst of this storm, I cast my anchor toward the throne of God, the anchor that is the lively hope in my heart. Beloved brothers, for your part, so run that you may attain the crown, put on the breastplate of faith, and take up the weapons of Christ for the right hand and for the left, as my patron St. Paul has taught us. It is better for you to enter life with one eye or crippled than with all your members intact to be cast away. Come to my aid with your prayers, that I may have the strength to fight according to the law, and indeed to fight the good fight, and to fight until the end, and so finish the race. We may not again see each other in this life, but we will have the happiness of seeing each other again in the world to come, when, standing at the throne of the spotless Lamb, we will together join in singing His praises and exult forever in the joy of our triumph. Amen. Through patience, let us run the race that is set before us, looking Looking to to Jesus, Jesus, the the pioneer pioneer and perfecter of of our faith. Consider Him who from sinners endured such hostility against Himself, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. Looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Let us pray. O God, source and origin of all fatherhood, who kept the martyrs St. Andrew Dunlach and his companions faithful to the cross of your Son, even to the shedding of their blood, grant, through their intercession, that spreading your love among our brothers and sisters, we may be your children both in name and in truth through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 24 minutes before the hour, we'll take a look at today's gospel in just a few minutes in conversation with God and morning prayer. All coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, November 24, 2021, the Memorial of the Vietnamese Martyrs. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells his followers this is not going to be easy, but have courage and patience. It's from the 21st chapter of the Gospel of Luke. They will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors for my name's sake. This will be a time for you to bear testimony. Settle it, therefore, in your minds, not to meditate beforehand how to answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be delivered up even by parents and brothers and kinsmen and friends, and some of you they will put to death. You will be hated by all for my name's sake. But 
not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your lives. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Daily and Sunday Mass readings can be found on the Relevant Radio app. Patience. It's a virtue that we all want, and we want it right now. Well, you find that if you ask for it, the Lord will give you lots of opportunities to develop it. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Patience as a virtue should not be understood to mean passivity in the face of suffering. It is not a matter of stoically accepting the blows of outrageous fortune and accepting our fate. Patience belongs to the virtue of fortitude. When we practice patience, we strive to accept pain and trial as something coming from the hand of God. We therefore seek to identify our will with the will of God. The virtue of patience enables us to endure persecution of every kind. Patience should be the foundation of our hope and joy. There are a great many ways in which a Christian can live this virtue. The first battleground should be in the area of one's own behavior. It is so easy to become disheartened by our defects. We need to exercise patience in our interior struggle based on our unshakable confidence in God's love for us. If we are to overcome a character defect, it will not happen overnight. Our victory will ultimately be won by the cultivation of humility, of trusting confidence in God, of greater docility. St. Francis de Sales would remind people that we need to have patience with everyone, but first and foremost with ourselves. Whenever we have contact with other people, we will encounter opportunities to exercise the virtue of patience. This is certainly the case when we help people to receive spiritual formation or when we tend to people who are sick. Let us always be understanding about the defects of others. So many of our neighbors are sincerely trying to improve. They may be trying to master an unfortunate temperament, a lack of education, mistaken notions. If some of our friends habitually give in to their defects, this can have an upsetting effect on us. We may then give way to our impatience and thereby damage our friendship, perhaps irreparably. Charity will help us to be patient with others and to correct people when necessary. When we get flustered, though, let us not react right away. We should take a deep breath, smile, do whatever has to be done, and take our concerns to the Sacred Heart. Jesus looks upon our struggle with great sympathy and compassion. We have to exercise patience with regard to unexpected events that befall us and interfere with our plans, sickness, poverty, extreme heat or cold, the minor misfortunes of everyday existence, such as crossed telephone lines, traffic jams, having forgotten something and left it at home, an unexpected visitor. These little contradictions can cause us to lose our peace. Yet, this is where the Lord is waiting for us, right there in the ups and downs of ordinary life. This is the raw material of our sanctity. This is precisely where we must struggle to sanctify ourselves and to sanctify others. 
In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Sixteen minutes before the hour, let's pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? I cry aloud to God. Cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered, and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered, and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The water saw you, O God. The waters saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea. Your path through the mighty waters, and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, You established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders, but more wondrously you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life, that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. O God, all your ways are holy. 
what God can compare with our God. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For an all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. 
For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The The Lord Lord is is King. King. Let Let the the earth earth rejoice. A reading from 2 Corinthians. Praised be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all consolation. He comforts us in all our afflictions, and thus enables us to comfort those who are in trouble with the same consolation we have received from Him. As we have shared much in the suffering of Christ, so through Christ do we share abundantly in His consolation. The Word of the Lord. The just are the friends of God. They live with Him forever. The just are the friends of God. They live with Him forever. God Himself is their reward. They live with Him forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The just are the friends of God. They live with Him forever. Blessed are those who suffer persecution for the sake of justice. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Blessed are those who suffer persecution for the sake of justice. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored in the fidelity of His witnesses who shed their blood for the word of God. Let us praise him in remembrance of them. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your your blood. blood. Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith. Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your your blood. blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood. Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross. Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb. Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. We pattern our prayer on the prayer of Christ our Lord and say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, source and origin of all fatherhood, who kept the martyrs St. Andrew Dunlach and his companions faithful to the cross of your Son, even to the shedding of their blood, Grant, through their intercession, that spreading your love among our brothers and sisters, we may be your children both in name and in truth, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Still time to sign up for Father Rocky's daily Advent reflections at RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Morning air next. I'm Paul Sadek. See you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.